Yo, everyone, and welcome back to the Freestyle Podcast. And in today's episode, I'm going to be having my first crewmate on the show, um, and that is Kong Tran. Dancer name is Koi Roy. Um, Koi specializes in uh, animation, popping, waving, um, boogaloo. I believe um, that was all of them, but uh, yeah, as you can tell, someone who definitely um, dives in a bunch of different styles. Uh, and in our conversation, like we get into um, really awesome topics, specifically um, Kong is a full-time animator, um, as well as a husband and father, and he owns his own um, design business where he'll put really cool designs of like unique uh, dance poses, like tut diagrams onto clothing. Uh, so check that out at koiroydesigns.com. I'll put a link to that. So like as someone who does a lot of different things, we kind of talk about, you know, the balance of uh, his passion and love of dance as well as family and work. And we also get into just being like a really good community member. Like um, one of the reasons I really wanted Koi on the pod today was because like, I don't know, it's hard to describe. He's just like one of those people who everyone just knows and everyone just like has a good opinion of. And he's one of those people who just lifts everyone up around him. Um, even though he's only been dancing for, I think, um, five years, he like knows so many people in the, in the dance community. And anyone he, who he interacts with is always like a memorable experience. Um, and he keeps connected with everyone, despite like, you know, shutdowns of uh, everything for Corona. Um, he still is com constantly talking to everybody and saying, staying in contact and like um, fostering um, conversations around dance and around just about anything, you know? So yeah, it was a really awesome episode <laughs> and I hope you guys enjoyed because I know I did. Be sure to check out Koiro Designs for your awesome gear and yeah, take care. So <laughs> welcome to Breeze Um For this episode today, we have my homeboy, Koi Roy, Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> um, Koi Roy, Kong, if you had to make a little intro noise, what would it be? Ah! <laughs> 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 All right, so when, when I share this episode, that would be, <laughs> that would be the noise that everyone would know you for. <laughs> when I'm gonna share the episode, I'm just gonna share that. <laughs> nice. Um, all right, uh, if you had to give like um, a quick little um, background on yourself here in a second, because um, like this is my crewmate here um, and I've known you for what, like years much, now. Like, yeah, definitely years. Like after I started um, dancing, maybe like a couple months after that, I started like um, seeing you around different uh, areas. So like at least four years. Um, and then when did I join ICNH? Uh, two years ago? Yeah, I think so. Mm -hmm. Been a hot minute, man. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, me and Kung are part of the crew, insert crew name here, you know, I'm out here representing. Um, and I met Kung through dance, just like seeing him in different um, ciphers and like different battles and everything. Um, and I thought this would be an awesome episode specifically for like all the different things you do. Um, with like balancing in your life of like having a family, um, full-time position, like running your own business, um, being a dancer, being a being like a very like in tune community member um, with like all the dancers and all the artists around you. So that was like my like uh, 
good background of you that uh, I thought made you a perfect fit <laughs> to get some knowledge from you. But um, if you could give a quick little background on like, you know, where you're from, um, like, you know, where you've been, uh, where art has kind of entered into your life and all that kind of stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what up everybody? My name is Corey Roy. Um, I am actually from Vietnam. So I was born in Saigon, Vietnam. Uh, I traveled to the United States around 1994 when I was like four years old. Um, and I think that was like the beginning of my art journey. Like, um, so my mom, it was just me and my mom, like the, like my brothers and my dad weren't in the picture at the time. It was just me and my mom. And, you know, she's just like, she's this one hardworking, um, uh, person that I look up to my whole entire life. That's why I work so hard. Um, like I do now. Uh, and she, um, while she was working, she put me in daycare, right? And the daycare had put on like, I don't know, a cartoon of some sort. I don't even remember what kind of cartoon. I remember though, I was like, man, what, this is magic. What is this TV? And this was talking TV. It was the first time I've seen a cartoon. I didn't know what I was looking at. It was magical. And, um, and from that day forward, I've always been an artist. Like I've always drawn, you know, uh, fast forward, I didn't start dancing until probably six years ago, six, seven years ago, uh, when I was at this, um, this uh, board gaming convention. And the board gaming convention had this rave at, on the Saturday, right? It's, it's called Gen Con, I'm sure you know it. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, there's characters everywhere. Um, um, Final Fantasy characters dancing with each other, like, Mario and Peach was dancing with each other. Everybody getting down. Yeah, everybody was getting down <laughs> in cosplay, though. That's the yeah. Thing. I love, I've been to Jane Cox a couple of times. I love it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just canvassed myself. I didn't really dress up or anything. And uh, so this dude dressed in a ninja outfit. Like, he was like a legit popper, man. Like, he was doing Cobra style. He was tidying. He was hidden. He was doing all sorts of crazy stuff. And, uh, and um, somehow, like, we ended up battling, right? And I got destroyed, like I got uh, smoked so hard. Um, so the very next day I was like, uh, I wanted to not get destroyed like that. That's <laughs> one dog. Yeah, this is a doggy. <laughs> um, so I didn't want to lose that bad ever again. So I was like, is, on Facebook, I was like, is there any way where I can just learn how to like dance? And um, uh, Tana, um uh you know the girl with the, all the tattoos uh, she does photography um i do not know her um you know noise right yeah his wife oh okay cool we went together we went to school together at the art institute and so that's how i knew her so she was the one that recommended me to go to um the iupui hip-hop dance club slash mm -hmm. crew and that was when I met, you know, Sam, Saki, and Kadeem, and all those people, uh, Lyndon. Uh, and yeah, I was just this kid that was just like, hey, I want to learn how to dance, you know? And, <laughs> and they were my first um, portal, my first entry level to popping. And um, since then, I have been 
um, just been learning from all sorts of people. Like I've, I've learned ever since quarantine has started, I've learned from uh, Cobra in Chicago, OG Cobra, learned from T-Bugs. Uh, I learned from AJ Mega Man. I've learned from Pop and Todd. I've learned from Jay Smooth, um, Robofly. I learned from, uh, yeah. So, and then on top of that, I've been taking privates um, from random people too. Mm-hmm. Um, so my styles right now that I really enjoy doing are animation style, waiting style, and uh, electric boogaloo style. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. <laughs> yep. No, that's so good, that's, that's kind of, uh, of course, I'm married. That's kind of a given. And I, <laughs> I, 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 oh, yeah, at some point along the way, I met my wife. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's kind of how I started in dance and how art, I started in art, you know. Mm. And it wasn't until the beginning of this year where I was like, you know, I'm going to try to, like, figure out how I can fuse the two together because I like mm-hmm. to do both things, you know. And uh, But it's like you either have to do one or you have to do the other like you, you can't have time to do both at the same time and i'm like well why not <laughs> like you know yeah <laughs> and I, I like to draw things that i like you know and the things mm-hmm. that i like are dance related so yeah and, uh, so what i did then is like i, I drew the sketch of like this tut diagram the the first one mm-hmm. tut diagram i actually went to uh og mike you know og mike yeah yeah, uh, he was like, you know what, you should do a tut design with the guy doing this. And, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna do one better. I'm gonna have him do that. 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 It's gonna be like a tut diagram so that people can look at it and know what positions that they can get in for tutting, mm-hmm. you know? And that'll be like the King Tut diagram. That's okay. And uh, I sketched and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> dope. And then I posted on the what's, um, what's popping page and it was like 200 300 people left a comment saying it was dope right and i was like oh shoot (laughs) (laughs) might be a good idea yeah this could be something you know and uh and then i started um dabbling in um print for demand print in demand i think that's what it's called basically you put in an order they print it and they ship it out so you don't have to do like a a minimal order type deal, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so that's how Corduroy Designs got started too. It was like, you know, I kind of just stumbled on it. And um, and yeah, now dancers all over the world are like rocking my designs, you know? It's, it's hey, pretty crazy. The public design, I like it. Yeah. I mean, that's, um, that's just dope, like. <laughs> I thought that was so cool. Um, I definitely related to like the, uh, I like to do certain things, um, but I don't, there's like a hard way to really fuse them. Like um, I always like making just like, I just like comedy, you know, I like being funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, so like making like dance memes was like a fun thing for me. Um, I like just making goofy like uh, dancer situations and kind of sharing that. Um, that was always fun. Then I loved like, um, I love like really in-depth conversations that I have with my friends. Uh, so then that's where this podcast came from. Um, kind of just like mixing my love of like artistic stuff and then um, having like actual conversation, you know, make a podcast. Yeah, yeah it's perfect. Um, so that's really cool. I didn't, 
I didn't know uh, that you'd only been dancing for six years. I think, yeah, bro. I think you mentioned that before, um, but sometimes I just forget because, like, <laughs> probably with like how many with how many people in the communities you know, and like how often you're like training with specific people like Mega Man or um, like anyone like across the country. Uh, with how much you're training with them, it doesn't seem like a. Uh, oh yeah, I'm I'm, I'm pretty new. <laughs> yeah. To me, it feels like oh yeah, you've been in skating forever. You've like watched everyone like. And at their start too so you've kind of grown with everyone but no you we're pretty fresh like i've been dancing for five years <laughs> yeah um, i think what it is is um for me what i learned the most in college was how to be a student you know how to be resourceful but mm -hmm. how to always be willing to keep your mind open to new things you know and uh, when people come up come to me like so i've had people come to me and like want to teach me stuff and i'm like dope I'm learning, you know, <laughs> like uh, one of the reasons why I got into animation was um, Maverick. Uh, I don't know if you, you saw him when he came and visited. Yeah, yeah, he reached out to me on Instagram and was like, yo, what, what are you planning on doing with this dance? You know, and I was like, you know, I don't know, maybe dabble in animation, but I'm just doing popping right now. And he's like, word, I want to shoot the animation. And I'm like, oh, dope. All right. Cool. <laughs> you know, and, so and cool. at the time he was like 16, 17. And I was like 20 something, you know, and I'm like, I'm, he's, he's going to give me knowledge. I'm not going to say no. Yeah, you're good, you know? you're good, you know, like, yeah, exactly. And uh, I think that's those types of situations where, you know, you're, you're, you're allowing yourself to accept the information and then it's up to you to like parse the information and interpret it how you want to interpret it. You know, mm. like everything that I learned, I don't apply uh immediately or you know sometimes they just doesn't connect or um i'll hear uh some type of knowledge from one person but then i hear it again from another person and i'm like okay maybe that's something that i need to like double down on yeah no, but, i need to listen yeah. <laughs> yeah having those opportunities where you listen and you learn and you know you just become a student i think that's that's plays a huge role in my development as like a dancer Mm -hmm. yeah for sure yeah. i'm sure that definitely helps like with you um i don't know if you still teach but uh when you were a teacher do you do, do you still work as a teacher like doing no i mean technically i still work in education but but not not uh i don't teach anymore yeah mm -hmm. i used to teach at the for people that didn't know i used to be a college adjunct instructor so i taught like animation to students um at a, a couple colleges actually mm -hmm. yeah like graphic animation not like the dance animation yeah like <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <making> <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 it can be hard like the same words um but i'm sure like uh i feel i feel i always felt like that kind of kind of aspect really that made me think differently um like looking at how my teachers interact with me so that made me like think, okay, how can I be a better student um, for my teachers? So I thought like you being a teacher like made me think about that aspect of like, how do I teach? And when I, um, when I started like teaching for Zyphos, uh, teaching dance as a choreographer for them, I was always like, okay, uh, how, how am I as a student? And how do I like, how would I get myself to understand this um, if I was in their position? um 
Right. I always thought that was a really cool perspective to like really be able to flip back and forth on. Um, and so with you, I was very curious since we were kind of already on the, on the topic of like, you know, community and like um, being connected with everyone and stuff like that. Um, how do you go about like, I guess, being so connected with everyone like in the scene, like, uh, you know, more people in the dance scene in Chicago than I do. And I've been living here for a year. Um, oh dang! <laughs> I'm like I'm, I'm. I guarantee that. I mean, I've also been. It's also been quarantine, so I haven't had too much, uh, too many ciphers to go to. But um, yeah, like, how do you go about like just maintaining um, all this type of interaction with the dance yeah. community, especially being so new in it? Uh, how'd that start? Um. Well, it started off with just you know going to dance battles with Saki and Kadeem and. Sagar and you and you know just hanging out during these events you know like when when you go to so many events the some of the same people just keep popping up over and over and over mm-hmm. and um instead of just like noticing that they're there and go up to them and talk to them and introduce yourself you know and uh if you keep running into them and they keep seeing you they're they're gonna know like you're a person that's gonna stay around you know and uh I think that's that's like the first step when mm. quarantine is over that's like the first step um and uh i don't i think i my exposure to more people worldwide didn't start until quarantine happened you know and because we can't travel anymore i had to um hit people up on facebook or on instagram you know i legit just be like hey you want a session? Let's do a Zoom <laughs> session right now. <laughs> yeah, and the crazy thing about that is it gave me a world view of dance around the world. You know, like uh, I think I I was talking to somebody about this, but I used to be really impressed with the dancers that are around us. Like, like when uh, when we when I see dancers around us, I was like amazed. You know, like mm-hmm. Chicago dancers, indie dancers. Cincinnati dancers and um now my so there's this 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 um idea of like your there's like your taste and your skill you know when you first start they're kind of like together right yeah but when you keep practicing your taste will diverge from your skill and then you have to like practice to keep up with your taste right mm-hmm. but sometimes your taste will go past your skill level. Uh, and that's what happened to me when I started interacting with these people at an international level. Is like, I'm starting to see what world-class dancers, like how that looks like compared to our local dancers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it made me not as impressed, but I still get impressed, but I'm, I'm just not as impressed as I was because my, my worldview is bigger. Yeah, of course, a bigger perspective. Yeah. Um, so that means that I need, I know what I need to do to like train my skills so that it matches my taste. Yeah, you need to like outsource a lot more to be able to find that that need uh, yeah. for your taste. Yeah, well, and uh, uh, and like to to answer your question, it's just the you know interacting with people on social media, talking to people, going on Instagram lives, and talking to my followers, becoming their friends, mm-hmm. and then sessioning with them. Um, I think I trained over the, 
quarantine, I trained belly dancing. Like I learned some belly dancing from <laughs> um, from somebody in uh, where were they? Um, I can't remember. But then, um, you know, I started teaching like popping lessons too, and talking to my students from LA and from Brazil. Like we became good friends there, and that opened up opportunities for me to do shows like the one I was talking to you about mm. that's happening today later. Um, and yeah, that's, that's just how I do it. You know? Um, yeah. Yeah. It's so cool. Like I, de I definitely could see that like you're, you're just interaction with people. Like since I'm all over here, I can't like, you know, see you much in person anymore, but um, like your online interaction is like very like, Hey man, how's it going? Like <laughs> what's going yeah. on here? Yeah, what's up? That was tight. Like, it's very, very, um, like, you're, like, inserting yourself into um, the conversations that are happening around, like, the things that you're interested in. And I feel that's such a simple concept, but then it can be, like, so, like, difficult for a lot of people to do, um, especially yeah. when they have to switch, like, they're forced to switch from, like, being able to do things in person to being able to, or having to do things, um, like, over social media. Um, and yeah, it just seems like you had like the perfect tool set to be able to really be fine in either kind of scenario. Um, yeah, I, I think I'm a, a homebody anyway, so I enjoy staying at home. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it took a lot, like when we go to these dance battles in person, it takes a lot of energy for me. Mm -hmm. and I, I'm drained for like days, but when I do online battles, I'm like, I'm not as drained because I'm already home, you know? Yeah. It's, uh, it's when I'm done interacting, I just turn off the computer and I go play some video games. Like I don't have to uh, <laughs> drive or, or, you know, worry about food and stuff. And mm -hmm. uh, one thing that's good about the online situation is you get to battle in battles that you've never would have the chance to, yeah. uh, unless you like travel there yourself, you know? And like that battle from Japan that I was in, I was like, like, it was one of those things where I'm like, I can't believe I'm here. Like, what? <laughs> There's <laughs> oh, one see over there. There's freaking Dukuin over there. There's like yeah, Slim over here. Like, yeah. And I was like, I can't believe I'm here right now. You mm -hmm. know, and that shit, that opportunity wouldn't have happened if the pandemic pandemic didn't happen. You know. Mm -hmm. um, and so yeah, the like even though we we're all living isolated right now, there's still opportunity out there for you to. To dance get exposure to, to mm -hmm. um, you know show the world what you got yeah i've definitely heard a lot of uh issues around that of just having a lot less motivation essentially since you can't see people in person or like um people struggling to like find communities um now that they're in the situation they're in because it's not like anyone's like drive for life is just gone away it's just now you have limited opportunities um yeah. You know, like even Haley has really struggled to like uh, find like groups of people who are kind of interested in the same thing she's interested in and talk to them. Um, so I thought <clears throat> that was an awesome, um, that was an awesome tool set you had in a good perspective because like I kind of never care, you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> like only people I really like interacting with um, are like either in-person um, battles because uh, I'm like the exact opposite. Like I have way more energy when I leave the house to go to a battle because to me like my house is like um for training but then like the real thing is like out there you know I can't never it's hard for me to get like serious whenever I'm at home um 
So I get like way more energy when I leave, even though I feel like I am more of a homebody. Um, but so like, um, what was I saying? Yeah, like uh, I never had that issue because I just don't care if I like see a lot of people. Um, the, the five or six people who I interact with regularly on social media is enough for me. So I never knew how to like really help anyone with that because I see it a lot. I see a lot of, um, I just don't know what to do because I can't take any more class. And it's like, yeah. no, you have, if you look at it a different way, like you have way more opportunities since people are now focused on the central hub of the internet. Like you yeah. taking advantage of the um, class in Japan, I mean the, the battle in Japan. And uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think um, too is like, you have to ask yourself, why are you dancing? Are you mm -hmm. dancing because you want to show off your skills in front of, you know, your friends? Or are you dancing for you, mm -hmm. you know? And I think that for me, I use dance as therapy, right? So like when I have a stressful day at work or when, um, yeah, when, when the world is getting me down, you know, especially the politics and stuff, I use that as therapy to, to dance out my stress. And, um, and so that's, that's why like my motivation level didn't really go down that much because um you know i'm doing it for me i'm not mm -hmm. like i could care less if if people around me see me dance or not you know um it'll be nice though i'm not gonna lie like that, <laughs> that cool. in-person interaction is really nice um and i miss that a lot but yeah i, I do it for myself you know mm -hmm. and uh with the internet there's so many classes like so many instruct like really really good teachers that are doing zoom lessons now you know and mm -hmm. i know zoom lessons suck but it's like what other option do you have <laughs> yeah it's like take advantage of it as much yeah as you can. but um like in the popping world like junior boogaloo is doing online lessons now aj mega man poppins hot uh jace moo was doing lessons that's how i like learn from them mm -hmm. uh, otherwise you would have to go and and travel to where they're at to learn from them you know yeah. um so that the how the world trans transition from being in person to online i feel like opened up a lot of doors for for us that we didn't have before that's mm -hmm. so um i wanted to so you said like your your reasoning for dance was like for therapy literally just like it's fun and it feels good to you um yeah i feel when 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 I start seeing a lot of people like losing motivation, I'm like, well, why are you dancing then? If, yeah. <laughs> if just like being at home is going to crush your entire desire to dance. Um, so I feel like it would help if people like really look at why they're dancing. Like I dance um, literally for the, a lot of it is like the pride of being able to say, you know, I wasn't born being good at this, but I made myself good at it because I loved it. So it's like a challenge to me. I think that's why I like breaking so much because it's like, really complicated and it's like you have to build your body um, specifically to fit it so I end up dancing just for the freedom of being able to like do it like I don't care if I am like you know on giant stages or touring with anybody yeah. but I want to be able to go to a soccer field next to my house and like bust out a flare and then like do some um, do some flips and then like you know go to any dance class that I want and like dance like me even if you know they're not putting me in their projects or paying me I want to be able to like fully move exactly the way that the picture might be. And that's like why I dance. So my like me being like me transitioning to quarantine never really changed anything for me either. 
Um, if anything, I've been working harder since like now. I don't have to deal with the pressure of other people seeing me, um, especially yeah. since I'm dealing with an injury. So it's like I kind of just get to, all right, everything's on pause. I'm going to fix my knee <laughs> while everything's on pause. And then when, when everything goes again, it'll be like nothing happened right now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Big brain. Big brain. <laughs> um, so, no, but that's, that's um, awesome that you were able to like really explain um, how you've been doing that. If there was any like last little bit of information that you could give to anyone who was like, um, I guess, struggling to find their motivation um, with like not even just dance, with like anything that has been kind of restricted now that uh, they can't see people in, in person. Um, what's, some, what's something you would give them to uh, possibly help them move forward? Yeah, um, so first of all, I wanted to acknowledge that struggling is okay, you know, like everybody experiences um, motivation highs and lows, you know, and if you think about street dance, it started from struggle, you know, like when, when, when street dancers, like the reason why it's called street dance is because they had to dance in the street. They weren't welcome in the studios, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and, and that level of discipline, that level of struggle, they had to persevere through and they did. And now it's a worldwide phenomenon that, you know, thousands, millions, mil um, billions, I don't even know. Like <laughs> there's so many dancers out in the world doing street dance, you know, mm -hmm. and there's many forms of street dance. There's not even just one street dance, you know, and like you said, there's breaking, there's whacking, there's crump now, there's popping, there's animation, there's like, I can't, I can't even name all of the ones yeah. that are out there right now you know light feet uh <laughs> mm. and that wouldn't have happened if they didn't persevere you know and like like what you said before you have to ask yourself why are you dancing are you dancing to show off are you dancing to um heal are you dancing to um impress somebody or are you dancing for you you know like you said for the freedom of expressing yourself as an artist or um using that as a form of therapy or um just having the knowing that you have the ability to do something that not everybody in the world can do mm -hmm. you know so yeah i think that's you know think about the history of street dance how it came to where it's now think about your struggles comparing to it and then finding it within you to persevere past your your mental blocks or your mental struggles and it's uh, like nobody's telling you like you know you suck or like nobody's in, in your ears just saying stop stop dancing <laughs> nobody's doing that that's all in your head oh, maybe a couple of more. <laughs> yeah it's all in your head and, and you know oh uh a last thing is there's so many things that are happening in the world right now that you don't have control over but the one thing you have complete control over is yourself. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that I find comfort in that. Like, you know, I might not be able to pay my bills next month, but I can sure dance. <laughs> <laughs> but I can get down. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's dope, man. Um, okay. Give me one second. I'm, I have a baked potato in the oven. I'm going to check on it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, thank you everyone for tuning into the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did or didn't or just wanted to keep talking about any of the things we covered in this podcast today, then feel free to hit me up 
on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, all of Philly Willis. And yeah, take care.